Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy. And today, all by myself, we got a solo episode. I did have a really, really fantastic, um, uh, impressive guest lined up for this week that I was really excited to talk to, but unfortunately, she had um, a little bit of an emergency, and so we have to reschedule, uh, so it's just me. Um, I really had to give myself some serious pep talk to get on the mic and do this today. I have about three, about two and a half hours before I have to go work out with Johnny. Just got off uh, my last call, but it is currently, I think, like 50 degrees and sunny. I'm recording on on Thursday, March 10th, and I haven't been out for a walk in OTR in probably over a week, like well over a week, which for me is obscene and offensive and unheard of. And I wonder why I'm struggling so much mentally. No, I know why I am. Um, But, you know, following up to the conversation that I had with Natalie Jones, uh, just about currently, you know, where I am and and what's going on with me. It's a little better. Uh, You know, I just got back from Miami for my birthday trip. I'll talk all about that. And while I was in Miami, I mean, it's very hard to be depressed when you're spending your birthday in the sunshine, drinking tequila and dancing. And as you know, Miami is my very, very happiest place. Like all the cells in my body come alive and tingle and feel renewed as soon as I'm in that city. So it was a much needed distraction and reprieve, but you know, I got back yesterday, I got back on Tuesday really, really late. And so Wednesday started up at work again, uh, worked 7.30 to 7.30, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, with pretty much like no breaks. And that was rough. Um, not just the work, but then it was just almost like I was back in my physical space. And all of those, you know, kind of really intense, low emotions were back again. And I was actually kind of worried. I was just like, oh my God, am I like going to be right back in this place again? Good news is I have two calls, two different therapists scheduled. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. It felt good to like take some action and do something, uh, about, um, just where I am and, and how I'm feeling really low and going through this, whatever this period is, um, perhaps growth perhaps depression, perhaps burnout, you know, I I don't know, all of the above. 
who knows, but it, it felt good to, to do something about it because I was really operating from this space of like, I can't do anything and I feel pretty hopeless. I didn't even want to go for a walk, um, even though I knew that would, would probably make me feel better. Working out hasn't sounded appealing to me. Running hasn't sounded appealing to me. Like eating pleasurable foods hasn't sounded appealing to me. It's just pretty much been like, I don't know. I want to lay. I want to lay down. So yesterday was was not was not great. Um, but today I'm feeling better. I mean, the the sun is shining and I just I just feel a little better. I mean, because I have been like making those taking those steps to to get into therapy, which I know will really help. But all this to say, kind of backtrack a little bit, it's going to be a quick episode because I want to get out for a walk before my workout. And I think that will hopefully lift my spirits even a little bit more. But I don't know, it feels weird too, because, you know, I know that doing these certain self-care practices will make me feel better, but I have just like no motivation and no energy to do them. And maybe that's really where the self-care comes into play of like, you know, you, you have to be disciplined in it and you have to do it even when you don't want to, not just like when it feels good. But then I also toggle back and think, yeah, but what if in this moment what I really need to do is just lay down and that's okay. So I don't know. I'm sure I'll be able to work through all of it. Speaking of self-discipline, though, I do just want to give myself a big old pat on the back because I was thinking, you know, I'm okay, the, the guest canceled. I, I really do not want to record a solo episode. I'm not feeling inspired. I'm not feeling motivated. I'm not feeling funny. I really don't have, like, much to talk about, much going on. But I was thinking I can't do another week without an episode. Like, I just know that that will not feel good to me. Like I just have to sit down and start talking. And even if it's not the most A plus grade A best thing ever put out in the universe, I'm still doing it. I'm doing something and I'm putting something out there for all of you to listen and enjoy. I have to say I felt I was traveling on Friday when the episode came out with Natalie and I just received the most amazing feedback and messages from listeners. They were so sweet. They were so understanding. A lot of people wrote to me and were like, I feel the same way. Like I am in the same position. So, you know, my heart goes out to you for anyone who's feeling low maybe not at an extreme, maybe even more of an extreme, like wherever you are in the spectrum of your mental health, you feel like you're killing it, you feel like you're slowly drowning, <laughs> wherever it is. Um, yeah, I feel you and, and you're not alone. And I'm sorry that, you know, if you are going through a hard time that you're going through it. I just, I don't know, I just keep telling myself, I'm like, it's not going to be this way forever. You will not feel this way forever. I tried, like last night I was feeling real bad. And so I just called my mom and talked to her for a little bit. And she made me feel better. And, you know, just watched some True Blood and went to bed early and told myself, like, it's, you'll get through it. I tried to focus on my breathing. 
all those kind of things. I will say this morning I woke up and I noted it was it was noticeably lighter outside in the morning when you know than typically I don't know if it was the sun was out today or whatever it was but I standing out and looking out my window and looking out over the city and it, it really truly felt like like a spring morning and not a winter morning. I know we still have, we, we still have a couple of weeks of winter to get through and we still need to get through to daylight savings and that will be a blessing. But I don't know. There was something about this morning that I just thought to myself, lighter days are ahead, both actual lighter days and mentally lighter days. And I you know, thought to myself, I, well, I, I'm, I'm going to make it that way. I know I will. So that was somewhat of a positive uplift. Yeah, I, I felt better. Let's talk about Miami. So I stayed in Miami Friday through Tuesday, celebrating my birthday, which was the very, very ideal way to spend my birthday. Yeah, we got in somewhat like midday, flew into Fort Lauderdale and took the train into Miami, a little like railway. I don't even know. I forget what it's called. I really do like taking public transportation when I can. Like when you're like trying to go out and like do things quickly and you're like dressed up, it's not always the best. But, you know, when I flew to Chicago, I flew into O'Hare and took the train in. I don't know. There's just like, I, I like that as like part of the travel process. So we stayed in this really beautiful Airbnb in Midtown, like right by the port of Miami on the I, I don't know. I guess it's like a bay because there's a bunch of ships. I don't know. So you can like see South Beach out in the distance and then the city is, is like kind of like behind and and to the left. But the Airbnb was perfect. It was my – okay, no, that's a lie. I have stayed in an – I have stayed in a house Air, Airbnb in South Beach, like this gigantic mansion. It was for a bachelorette party with like 15 girls. Um, but most of the time when I go to Miami or, or every other time I go to Miami, I stay in South Beach. So this was the first time I had been outside of South Beach. So it was a good switch up. This was also the first time I've been to Miami and it wasn't like either like a girl's trip or a bachelorette party or like some like huge, large group of people going. So this was just me and the guy I'm seeing, his best friend and his wife, which they are now my best friends. Um, what's up, Jen and Matt? I hope that you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, so they came in from San Francisco. It was Matt's first time in Miami. And we. it's like so fun to watch, you know, like a child, like a newborn child, like you get to experience everything for the first time again through their eyes. Um, so Matt was our, our little infant child experiencing Miami for the first time. I have to say, it was like, it was one of the most fun weekends that I've ever had. Like, will go down in history as one of the most fun weekends. The Airbnb had a beautiful balcony. It was like all white and marble. And I, I don't, it was just like perfect. It was really, really the way to go. And honestly, like so much cheaper than hotels. It had on the 38th floor. It had a pool and four hot tubs. It was like, kind of like a condo situation attached to a hotel I don't know if anyone's looking for a place to stay in Miami soon let me know because I will send you this Airbnb and it you will not be disappointed so they came in Jen and Matt came in a little bit later on Friday night just like around dinner time and and walked around South Beach and being in the sun and the warmth 
after so many months up north and in the fucking freezing cold snow is just like that is I could have just walked along the stretch of little like pathway between the like Collins Avenue or Ocean Drive or whatever it is and the beach and I would have been happy I just didn't even have to do anything I felt so good um but anyway so Friday night I don't think we had okay I guess we didn't really have like concrete plans we ended up going out in Wynwood Yes, that's right. We went out in Wynwood. And Wynwood is like, our, our Airbnb was like a five, six minute drive from Wynwood. It's not far at all. It's kind of like the trendy, like younger, a, a little like like artsy part of town. You probably remember like the Wynwood walls. There's like, like graffiti art and like murals everywhere. It is the one part in Miami that I've been to at least that feels like, oh, this is this is like where normal people can live. Because <laughs> like South Beach is not normal at all in the best, most beautiful way possible. And like downtown and Brickell is just like city stuff. But this is kind of like a more of like a neighborhoody vibe. Oh yeah, we went to this place called White Hundred Lucky. It's like all, of course, everything is outside and every place you go has a DJ. Like Whole Foods has a DJ. The sushi place has a DJ. The, the mini mart has a DJ. Like the hotel lobbies have DJs. It's just like everywhere there's a DJ. There's just always some kind of beat happening just like over and over and over again, which I personally love. You can always just be like a little bit dancing no matter what. So we did that. We went to a rooftop bar in Wynwood and then we went to this big outdoor area called Oasis. They have like a stage and of course we have a DJ. It's all outside. It was very, very enjoyable. Um, Jen and I were on a quest to try every single spicy margarita that we could and rate them. And then she's going to start an Instagram page called um, Margarita Mommy, where she rates and posts all of the spicy margaritas around the world. If she doesn't know that she's doing that yet, she now knows that she's doing it. The best margarita that I had was at the rooftop bar in Wynwood. And see, I like my margaritas. I, I, I would absolutely always prefer a spicy margarita. I want a kick, but I, I like it to be tart. I don't like my margarita sweet. I like a real tart margarita, and I don't want any salt. I don't want any cayenne pepper. I don't want any rocks. I don't want anything on the rim of the glass. I just want it on ice spicy and tart so okay yeah that was night one. Second day was saturday i mean you know we, we were up pretty late so we had a very lazy easy morning we went down to the pool for a little bit of course you guys know remember remember the sun strategy the first time that your skin is in the sun after winter where it literally has not seen any light in months from the tips of your toes to the top of your forehead, right up to the hairline, you do it naked. You cover every piece of your body with sunscreen. You use a different sunscreen for your face for the first time out. It worked wonderfully. I just got a little, a little tiny touch of color. That's all I needed. I did not want to get burnt. Uh, Saturday night, I think we, we went to Wynwood Walls. We like saw some art. We walked around. We got another spicy margarita. And then we had reservations at Poppy Steak, which is in South Beach. And it's one of my 
favorite restaurants in Miami. I first went back in last May when I went on a girl's trip, a girlies trip. And um, it's just like a really fun, hip, coolly designed steakhouse. It's dark, but they play like really great music. It's not like a stuffy steakhouse. It's like a cool steakhouse, but just incredible food. They make this smoked pastrami, like they bring it out this platter with a little lid with all the smoke inside and they do a little twirl and like the smoke comes out and it's just a big production and it's it's delicious like the fr- I, I like haven't stopped thinking about that pastrami since may when i had it for the first time um and so then what we do oh after poppy we went to one of my favorite all-time favorite classic spots in miami it was like the first club that i ever went to in miami so it holds like the most special special place in my heart it's kind of like kitschy and weird but it doesn't matter like you can't help but have fun there mangoes in south beach we got a table and we just like drank a bottle of vodka and danced and like roamed around and it was so much fun so sunday on the like very very best stroke of luck Thomas, my very, very good friend Thomas, all of his friends, our friends, were also down in Miami the same weekend before they spent a week in Punta Cana because they're fucking bitches. Anyway, they're all there. And so we joined their reservation for a drag a drag brunch at Palace in South Beach. Like, I cannot even explain to you the amount of fun. It's like bottomless mimosas. The drag queens are so much fun. They play such good music. You just like get out of go to the ATM, get a bunch of ones and tip them. And the food is complete trash. No one cares. You're not even eating anyway. It's just like the best time. Then right from the drag brunch, we just like went home really quick to kind of like regroup because then we had tickets to my first ever tea dance, or they also call it a circuit party. Now. If you are gay and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I mean. For some other people, you may not be familiar. The best way that I can describe this is it was just out this at this outdoor venue. There's like four DJs lined up through the end of the night. I mean, it kind of it very much reminds you of like a music festival, except there are only men. None of them are wearing shirts. Half of them are wearing pants. Sometimes it's just like some kind of fishnet topping or like a girdle or like buckles of some sort and like ass open chaps, assless chaps. This, this is, I am, I am promise you, I am not exaggerating when I say that Jen and I were one of six girls that I saw at the tea, at tea dance. I'm I'm not joking. There are no females. It is just all gay men. And some of them, you could tell, I mean, some of them were just like, like, haha, like laughing and like, okay, fine, glad you're here. But others were kind of like, "Mm, like, this is our thing, bitch. Like, please go. Anyway, it was quite the experience. I'm not going to go into full, oh, yes, I am. Yes, I am going to go into full detail. In the, in the daylight, I mean, most of the time it goes in, it's in the night, but the sun was still up. There are guys having sex right out outside. There are guys 
giving blowjobs right outside, multiples all the time. Matt was standing there in the middle of the crowd, dancing, great time having a DJ. He's like, oh my gosh, someone keeps bumping into me. Turns around, no, in fact, it's a guy's head poking him in the back because he's kneeling, giving a blowjob, just open next to you in the crowd, eating ass, having sex, giving, like, no, normal, completely normal. Uh, I'm really happy that I, I got to, I got to have that cultural uh, diverse experience to add to my repertoire, and uh, I would go back. I would 100% do another one. So that was a fantastic time. Uh, yeah, that night we also went back again to Mangoes because we just can't get enough. And then Monday, which was my actual birthday, this was our boat day. So we rented a boat, the four of us went out, and we got a tour of all of the homes. We saw J-Lo's house. We saw Bruno Mars. We saw David Beckham's. We saw Shaquille O'Neal's. We saw Pitbull's. The kicker, the big grand finale, is that we anchored right in front of Will Smith's house for the day, and we played Pitbull, and I laid in the sun, and I drank High Noons in front of Will Smith's home, listening to Pitbull with the Miami skyline behind me. And I said, if this isn't my best year yet, starting off in this way, I give up. I don't know. what I, Someone has some explaining to do because it was pretty perfect. It was great. And then Matt crashed his drone into Will Smith's yacht. <laughs> and... Now, Will Smith hopefully has all of the footage from our trip from Matt's drone and discovers that we're stars and he calls us up and puts together some kind of project and like, this is how I make my big break. And it all started on my birthday. So then that night after we got off the boat, we went to this restaurant that I had heard tons of people ranting and raving about. Like, and this was in South Beach too. It's called Mila. Uh, it's beautiful inside. It's like very jungle vibes. There's like these really cool waterways, like actually through the restaurant. There's like women dancing with fire. It's like Japanese, just like truffles at market price. That you just add to like every single dish. You've got a scallop sushi roll with just like a full shaved truffle on top of each roll. I had like, I don't know, seven tequila shots. It, we spent like three hours at dinner. It was, it gave me a little like light up thing. I don't know. It was great. It was a blast. And then we went out in Brickle, went to like a rooftop bar there. And it was the most fun, as you can tell. Like how, how could you, for me, for me, right? This, I, I understand that maybe this is not everyone's idea of fun, but this is absolutely my idea of fun. And then Tuesday we, we were leaving at like six. Uh, I, and so we just went to the one hotel in South Beach. They have an incredible rooftop with an amazing pool. It overlooks the ocean. And we just sat up there in the shade on couches drinking pina coladas until we had to get our flight, which I missed my flight and had to buy another ticket um, out of Miami instead of Fort Lauderdale. I did get like half a refund on the flight that I missed, so that's not terrible, but this is, I think I can easily say this is the first time I've ever missed a flight. Like, I am a person that I want to arrive at the airport. Like, I mean, I'm not absurd. Like, 
I would like to arrive at the airport at like an hour. Okay, depending on the time. This is spring break time leaving Florida. Like the lines for TSA are insane. And we were leaving at rush hour time. Like we couldn't even make it to Fort Lauderdale in time to get on the flight. So that's why we just switched it to the Miami airport. But I'd like to be there like, you know, if it's not that busy, like an hour before. I don't want to be rushed. You never know what the TSA line is going to be. So you get, okay, so maybe you arrive at the gate and you've got time to spare. Okay, you get some snackies, you fill your water bottle, you can take like a long time in the bathroom, you know, you can just sit there with excitement about your trip or you can just sit there with dread about your way home. Like, I don't mind waiting in the airport. I would much rather wait in the airport and be safe and secure knowing I'm going to get on the flight than be rushing and stressed and have so much anxiety and like only have to wait five minutes to go on the flight. But, you know, to each their own. It was a great time. I'm very happy. I'm very grateful. I had so many people text me and DM me and post funny pictures of me on Instagram. It, I felt very loved and it, it was... A, a moment where, you know, throughout the whole day, I was like, okay, if you get back and you're not feeling great, like, just fucking go through your text messages. Like, see how many people you have in your corner that genuinely care about you and they want the best for you and they're there for you. And it's easy to say that now as I'm feeling like I'm feeling and I'm getting a lot of energy just from talking about the trip and, and sharing it all with you. But when I'm in that it feels isolating. Like I feel very isolated and alone in a way I've never experienced and in a way that doesn't make logical sense because I know I have a lot of people that I can reach out to, but I don't know. And it's just like going through that wave of whatever it is. It, it I don't know. It just, yeah, it just feels isolating a lot. I, I can't think of any other way to say it. Um, and I would like look back on like my story my Instagram story of like posting happy photos. And I was just like, I felt like such a phony, like in that moment when I took the photo, right. I was like happy. And when I posted, I was happy. But then looking back, I was like, who is that person? And so this is just your fucking daily reminder that Instagram is a highlight reel social media and even if it's not, you know, not intentional to be like, I'm just going to post happy photos of people. So happy photos of myself. So people like think I'm happy. I was happy at that time when my photo was taken, but you don't, you know, that you post that photo in one minute, it's up there for 24 hours. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes for anyone else or what they're going through or what they're dealing with. So just don't do that comparison game at all. I've been doing a comparison game of looking at people and they're not even doing anything extraordinary or spectacular. They're just like doing a, a daily, like, like like going to a coffee shop or like going to a workout. And I will feel like, oh my God, I'm so jealous that they like have the energy to do that. I think you, that probably means I just like need to get off social media during this time. But it is kind of almost compulsive when I'm like feeling so low. I'm just like, give me any kind of dopamine I can get. But that's something I probably need to think about. Anyway. I saw something on Instagram today that said March is the month of expectation. And I really feel that. Not only is it a great month because it's the month I was born in, but also it is this bridge 
between winter and spring. Like we're not quite there yet, but we're close. We're expecting it. It's on the way. And I don't know. It gave me some hope. I hope we can give some other people some hope. I think we did a pretty good job. About 30 minutes in, I did it. I've got, oh yeah, I've got a good hour to get out for a walk in the sunshine. This is going to do me some, some real good. I really appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate everyone's support. We'll be back, absolutely back next week with a guest um, and lots of good guests to come. Thanks for hanging in there with me. I hope you all are having a great week and you have a great week ahead and a great month ahead and a great year ahead. And I love you. Bye-bye.